1 Samuel 9 chapter. Let the Lord save me. 1 Samuel 9, 3. 1 Samuel 9 and 3, one verse. Now the donkeys of Kish, Saul's father, were lost. So Kish said to Saul, his son, take one of the young men with you and arise and go look for the donkeys. Now the donkeys of Kish, Saul's father, were lost. So Kish said to Saul, his son, take one of the young men with you and arise go and look for the donkeys as we close out this message I'm going see my plug I want to talk about the lost and found the lost and found have you ever lost something you started off looking for that thing and you ended up finding something else that you didn't even know was lost I, I remember one time I was looking for a bracelet uh, and I couldn't find it. And I ended up finding a watch that I didn't even know that I still had. Secondly, what, what you found sometime was better <laughs> than what you were actually looking for. Ira, sometimes that's how life's twists and turns are. I believe many times how God reveals his purpose for our lives is by us going out. Ivy Hillier said you get more on the way than when you get there. Sometimes the journey starts off uh, assigned to doing one thing. And through your assignment, God reveals his purpose and his destiny in your life. I'm tired of people asking me, Bishop, how do I find out what my purpose is? I have old people, I have young people, I have middle-aged people. There are people that are walking through their lives aimlessly. I asked the Lord, I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, before I leave the earth, make my name great, make my name great. And in order for my name to be great, I have to do some great things. I have always believed that those, I feel the Holy Ghost, those that who spend more time, listen to me, children, on wanting to be successful than they do on working to be successful. Let me say it again. I believe that people spend more time, Alicia, on wanting to be successful. I just said something, Pastor Dana, than they do on actually working to be successful. Whenever God calls somebody, they're already working. They're already doing something. Every great person will tell you that they didn't just show up to the place of success. Every great person will tell you that it was a journey to success. And on the way, they lost many things. Along the way, they filed bankruptcy. Along the way, hallelujah. Uh, along the way, they, 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 they lost some friends. They, they, they got rid of some folk in their circle because success comes to those who work. Jesus said, I must do the work of him that sent me while it's day for night will come and no man can work because success comes to those who work uh, their way to success not to those who just want success you can want a car but you gotta work for the car you can want a house but you gotta work for the house you can want to be great but greatness is not obtained 
hallelujah to the lamb, just by you wanting it. Greatness is obtained by you working your way to greatness. If you talk to those who are successful, you will find, I'm almost done, uh -huh, that success didn't just happen for them. Uh, it just didn't just happen from them wanting to be successful. Warren Buffett and Bill Gates and uh, everybody, Bishop T.D. Jakes. I, I remember meeting with Bishop Jakes one time. I was, in, uh, I was at the Super Bowl. And uh, I, I, I went and interviewed him, and I asked him, I said, hey, Bishop, I need to know, I need to know, can we talk for a few minutes? And he, he, he took me to his office, and we talked for about 20 minutes, a 20-minute conversation that Bishop Jakes had with me changed my perspective on success. He said, son, listen, if you're going to be successful in this TV thing, I asked him, I said, how can I be successful in Christian television? He said, you got to be like our Roland Martin in Christian television. In Christian television, we need a Roland Martin. We need somebody that's on everything. He said, I'm going to open up my conferences and you can come and bring your camera. You got to do, you got to do the work. That means from sun up to sundown. It don't mean staying in the bed all day and all night. He told me, he said, son, you got to. You got to work it. You got to be everywhere. And so success comes when you're working. God looks for people that's already doing things. He, hallelujah to the lamb. He looks for people that's already, he, he said, to whom much is given, uh, much is required. I, I, I remember, I remember Bishop Martin would always uh, say, say to me, he said, I need you to do something else. And, and I had so many titles and positions in full gospel. And I asked him, I said, he said, that's because, that's because I know I can count on you. Let me ask you a question. Can God count on you? Mm -hmm. and, and so they, 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 they were, the, those that are successful, they were doing what God assigned them to do. That's why. I want to deal with this text today for a few minutes because it shows us somebody on assignment. Uh-huh. It shows us the obedience of assignment, Pastor Dana June. What did you say again, Bishop? The obedience of, hallelujah to the Lamb, assignment. The obedience. Not, not just, you know, you know Bishop, Bishop Brandon uh, taught us one year. We were in Morgan City. He said, get the assignment, do the assignment, and report back. Let me, let me say it again. Ray, put it up there. Get the assignment, do the assignment, and, and report back. And I live by it. And, and, and so we find here in the text, mm -hmm, we'll see another example of the plug. Mm -hmm. uh, the plug, the plug, the plug, the plug is throughout. The plug is somebody, what is it again, that has everything you need. The plug. Uh-huh, unlocks your destiny sometimes. The plug ushers you through doors. The plug, mm-hmm, that's what's wrong with some of you. You're stuck, mm-hmm, you're stuck, you're stuck, you're stuck in tradition. Uh-huh, tradition is nothing, uh-huh, but frozen time. You only saying nothing when time is frozen and you're stuck there. The tradition of men has uh, made the word of God of none effect. There's some of you, you are stuck doing the same thing that you've been doing. We find in the text, the Bible says, I feel like preaching, uh-huh, now there was a man of Benjamin, verse 1, whose name, put it up, Ray, whose name was Kish, the son of Abiel, the son of Zeor, the son of Barakah, uh, the son of Aphi, the son of a Benjamite, a mighty man of valor. Uh, he had a son, the name was Saul, a choice and handsome man. There was not more handsome person than he among the sons of Israel. From him, his shoulders up, he was taught than all. Our text deals with Saul, the son of Kish. He's, he's decided 
Uh, he is described as a man of valor. He is a choice, handsome man. It is said, it is said, it is said, it is said that there, Pastor P, there is not one more handsome in all of the land of Israel. He, his name is Saul. It, it, it says from his shoulders down, he's a good looking man. But verse number, number three, number three, it's not important how good he looks. It's not important how many titles he has. It is important the assignment ah, that's on Saul's life. His father gives him an assignment. It says in verse number three that the donkeys, read it all when you get on, put it up, Ray. It says that the donkeys of Kish, they are lost. They're lost. Take now you one of the servants and arise and go search for the donkeys. What's the assignment? What's the assignment, Dina? Ah, uh, the assignment is search for the donkeys. The donkeys, they are they, they are, they are lost. The donkeys, they are, the donkeys are lost. Go and take one of your servants and look for the donkeys. Look, look for the donkeys. Go. That's your assignment. Your, that's your assignment. Uh, take one of the servants and find that don't sound popular. Y'all ain't saying nothing because we are kind of people. We want the important looking stuff. We want the stuff that gets us recognition. We, we want the stuff that, that gets our name called. Call my name, Bishop. Call my name, Bishop. Tell me how much you appreciate me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Call my name, Bishop. Tell me how much I, I've done. Call my name. Say my name. Say my name. <laughs> we want our name called, but you need to understand some of the most influential people are the ones that are behind the scenes. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Uh, some of the most influential people, some of the most successful people, some of the millionaires that you don't even know their name, they made parts for different things. You, you, your name ain't got to be called to be successful. Everybody ain't got to know your name to be successful. Let me, let me, let me, let me put this in here. Uh, uh, let me put this in here. God will create a problem, Craig, just to bring forth your destiny. Put it on the screen, Ray. Put it on the screen. I got to tell him. God will create a problem. Uh, young, young lady, uh, uh, Mercer was on my show, and she said it, and I, I took it, and I, I re rearranged it a little bit. I said, God creates problems to, uh, uh, shucks now, shucking now, reveal Mm-hmm. Destiny in your life. Let me say it again. Uh, God creates problems. You hear, you hear, you hear, you hear, you hear under the sound of my voice. Watch me right now. All you need is a problem. You complaining about problems. Uh-huh. But I thank God that I'm a problem solver. Uh, you know, I used to complain. And I said, all people call me for, uh-huh, is to solve problems. That's all they call me for. That's all they call me for. Bishop, can you do this? Bishop, can you get me there? But you know what? I thank God for being a problem solver because every time I solve a problem God reveals who I am <laughs> God reveals the assignment that's on my life ah, the Bible says I feel like preaching the Bible says Kish has a problem his daddy got a problem they can't find the donkeys so 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 it is in the creativity 
the creation of a problem that God brings forth his destiny. I'm in verse number four. Uh, remember that now because we're going to go back to that. We're going to pick that back up. I said it is in the creativity of a problem. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me, DH. I said it is in the creativity. It is in the creation of a problem. Uh-huh, uh-huh, that there was a problem. We needed to be able to communicate with each other, and we couldn't communicate good enough. So somebody solved the problem, and they call it the mobile phone. That's what they call it then. I had a big one. It was about this big, and it sat on the side of my Trans Am. You know, I, I ain't. I, I always had a little bit of something. Y'all ain't saying I wasn't a preacher then. The phone was this big, and whoever sat on the passenger side, y'all ain't saying nothing. They could barely sit there because the, the the mobile phone was there. And then somebody said, "We need a bag phone." Then I had a black bag phone. Craig, you don't know nothing about that because somebody needed somebody needed a problem solved. All those people that created those things, they made money because those were the early days. And then Apple said, "I got a better solution." How about we make a device that everything is in the palm of your hand because creation of a problem brings forth destiny. And so he goes and look for the donkeys because problem solvers, y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I need all this up here. Problem solvers God unlocks his destiny through those that solve problems. It is in a problem that destiny is unlocked. It is in a problem that you become the solution to somebody. Whose, Chrissy, whose solution, Mother Maggie, are you? Who? Who? Why were you created? What were you created to solve? Tell me what you were created to solve, and I'll show you your destiny. Bishop is preaching and teaching in here. Come here, Felicia, come here. And so in verse number four, he passed through the hills and, and, and the, the donkeys wasn't there. He passed through the land and the donkeys wasn't there. They did not find and so they passed through the land of Shalom, but they were not there. I'm in verse four. They passed through the land of the Benjamites, but they were not there because, because, he has to go a little further. Mm -hmm. Whenever your assignment becomes difficult, that means Get this now. God has something else in mind to reveal in your life. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Uh-huh. Uh, I said, whenever the assignment, I got nine minutes. Whenever the assignment gets hard and the assignment gets difficult, that means God has something somewhere else. If you can't find it one place, uh-huh, he's trying to take you somewhere else. If it's uncomfortable here, then he's trying to take you somewhere. Uncomfortability only means movement for God. It means he's doing something behind the scenes. He, he, he is behind the curtains. He's, he, he's, like, he's, like, he's like the Wizard of Oz. He's pushing buttons and he's moving things around. He's rearranging furniture. But you got to carry out. Junie, you got to carry out. Uh, Sister Boone, welcome to the church. Sister Boone, Sister Boone, welcome to our church. We got a new member, y'all. Sister Boone, welcome to the church. Hey, Sister Strickland, Booby. It's through the assignment that God reveals, Sheila. So, so, verse number five, when they came to the land of Zoop, Saul said to his servant, watch this. They couldn't find him in verse four. They went three different places, couldn't find him. But in verse number five, uh, the text changes. When they came to the land of Zub, Saul said to his servant, who was with him? Come, let us return or else my father will cease to be concerned about the donkeys and will start, uh, Saul, start worrying about us. Saul now is ready to go back home. He gives up easily, just like some of y'all. 
He, he was about to give up on the search for the lost donkeys and miss out on his destiny. Whenever you give up, you'll miss out on the bigger picture. There's always, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. There's always a bigger picture mm -hmm, than the assignment. The assignment is to solve a problem, but the bigger picture is to get you to your death. What you're going through right now, COVID-19, is to get some of us to the greater place. I don't know about you, but I've been busy. I've been booked and busy. I've done more great things in the midst of COVID. My house looks like a studio. Things that I had dreamed about. Mics that I wanted to buy. Computers I had been talking about right here through COVID-19. As I do my assignment, my destiny. Bishop, you're 58 years old. You already know. No, God is not through with me. Hey. I feel like preaching, but I got to go. I got another place to go. He says, he said, we're going to go back home because uh, we can't find the donkeys. He's about to miss his destiny because he really thinks it's about death. He really thinks it's about donkeys. It's never about the donkeys. It's never really about what you lost. It's about hey, what you find. <laughs> it's not about what you lost. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You ain't missed the beat. Y'all ain't saying nothing. We ain't been in the studio in much. You ain't missed the beat. It's because we ain't been in the studio that God is unlocking destiny in your own. Had not been for COVID-19, you would not be doing the things that you're doing because assignment eh, unlocks destiny. So he was about to give up, lost the donkeys, six minutes and 54 seconds. What, what, what is, what is it that God has, come here, come close, come here. What is it that God has assigned to you to solve? What, 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 what solution, what are you called to solve? Whose solution are you? What did you come to the earth to solve? Come here, come here, come here. What's in you? Y'all know I preach that something. What's in your hand? What's in your house? What's in your heart? Somebody say, preach, Bishop. Put some stars in there. Send some stars. You, what, what is it you've called to solve? What, what is it that you've lost? What are you about to give up on? And throw in the towel. Walk away from. Put your hand Put your head in your lap and give up. What are you about to put the covers over your head and put and draw the curtains and say, I, enough is enough. Verse number six. He said, behold, now there is a man, his servant, the plug, the first plug in the story. He said, the servant said, no, 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 we, we can't give up. He said to him, his servant said to Saul, Saul's servant, the daddy said, take somebody with you. He said, behold now, there's a man of God in the city. Here, here we go, lost and found. There's a man of God in the city. And the man is held in honor that, that, that he says, surely what he says comes to pass. Now let us go there. Perhaps he can tell us about our journey on which we have set out for. In other words, there's a prophet. There's somebody that can tell us uh -huh, about the journey. that we, He can tell us where to go. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Always, come here, come here, let me stick a pin. Come here, come here. Always have somebody next to you that know more than you. Y'all ain't saying nothing. If you're on assignment, make sure you have some friends around you. You have some folk that's working for you. Uh, we don't need no order takers. I don't, need, I don't like order takers. I hate order takers. Order takers, what you need? Uh, order takers, somebody that work in a restaurant. Uh, but when I'm on assignment, I need some folk that can help me get to my destiny. Order takers and say what you're going to have. But a good waiter or waitress and a good Joe, Joe Muir's, they say, well, I suggest the lamb tonight because it looked real good. 
<laughs> I like going to restaurants, Craig, when they say, no, don't get that hamburger. It ain't no good. I'm telling you, I looked at it. Don't get the soup. It's been there sitting for that. that, that that's somebody. That's a waiter. That's somebody that's on assignment to help you make your meal palatable, enjoyable. But all the takers say, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked at it. Have you ever been to a restaurant before, Craig, when you ask them, how's the filet mignon? I don't know. I don't eat meat. I don't know how it is. I don't want to hear that. Tell me that you tried it. Tell me that you know. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Verse number seven, then Saul said to his servant, but behold, if we go, what shall we bring the man? In other words, they, in those days, they did not go to the prophet. They did not go to the man of God empty handed. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Some of y'all wouldn't have made it through those times because you don't want to get a preacher nothing. You don't want to get a prophet nothing. You don't want to bless the men and women of God. I know y'all just turned me off. The numbers just went down. You don't want to sow into the man of God. You don't want to give. Y'all ain't saying, I'm not talking to y'all. I'm talking to somebody else that's watching. He said, for the bread is gone from our sack. There's no, keep it up, Ray. There's no present to bring the man of God. What do we have? They wasn't buying the prophecy. But the text says he was honored. When you give to the man or woman of God, you honor the anointing that's on their life. Saul says to him, if we go, we, we shall bring him what can, what else can we take the man? Because customs was to bring the man of God a gift. Your gift, hey, come here, come here, come here. Your gift will, Pastor Pete, come here. Your gift will make room for you and bring you before a great man. Not your talent, not the way you sing. We got a thousand million singers. Why isn't they give made room for them? Because it wasn't talking about it. It was talking about your money. Your seed will make room for you. The servant, I'm in verse 8, Ray. The servant answered Saul again and said, Behold, I have in my hand a fourth of shekel of silver. I will give it to the man of God. Keep somebody around you that got a bag. Stop hanging out with folk that ain't got nothing. Y'all ain't saying, keep somebody around. I always look at it like this. I, 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 I bring somebody behind me. I look back and bring somebody behind me, but I look forward to somebody that can move me forward. Somebody behind me, I'm bringing them with me, and then I move forward. I got somebody in front of me that can pull me forward, and we all going at the same time. Put in there, say, we all going at the same time. Two minutes ago, I ain't going to make it. He said, Behold, I have my hand a fourth of shekel of silver. I will bring it to the man of God, and he will tell us our way. Verse 9, formerly Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, he used to say, three minutes and we get ready to play, Craig. We're going out of here. We're up out of here. Come and let us go to the seer. But he was called the prophet. Now formerly was called the seer. The prophet and the seer is the same thing. His servant said, I have some money. I'll bless him. I will give it to the man of God, and he will tell us our way. The seer was the same as the prophet. Verse 10, then said, Somebody say, teach, Bishop. Then Saul, we got to go, Craig. Then Saul said to his servant, well, say, come, let's go. Those are the probably most powerful words he said, because if he had went back, the Bible would have been written differently, because it was never about the donkeys that he lost. So they went to the city where the man of God was, and they went up the slope to the city, and they found uh, women there going out to draw water. And, and, and they asked the question, is the seer here? Verse 12, they answered and said, hurry up now. He's right up the road. Hurry up. Go, 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 go. He's up the road. He's, he's right. He's up the road. And, and that's prophetic because, because, because whoever you go and see, whoever's going to speak into your life, whoever's going to unlock destiny, they don't need to be at the same place you're at. <laughs> they need to be up the road. I need somebody around me. 
Oh, that's why I thank God for people like Bishop Andrew Merritt, who has spoken in my life. Uh-huh. Bishop Ivy Hilliard, who has spoken into my life. And, of course, my spiritual father, Bishop, Bishop Paul Sylvester Moore, people like Bishop Jakes. I told you all the story a little while ago. Ah, people like Larry Robinson over at God's World, who's a businessman, who spoke business acumen in my life. He said, keep on turning them rocks over. Eventually, you're going to find. He always encouraged me. They need to be up the road. You hanging with folk that's right here. You need some folk that's already ahead of you that know. They answered and said, go, go, hurry, hurry. As soon as he enters the city, you will find him there. He goes to the high place to eat. People will not eat until he comes because he's the seer. He must bless the sack. You know, that's, that's where we got that from. You know, in, in, in our house, people used to get mad. Nobody could eat until the preacher eat. The kids used to be, why that preacher got to always eat first? Because it's called Hana. You honor the man of God. You honor the man and woman of God. They won't sit down and read the whole story. Verse 14, so they went up to the city. Saul and his servant looking for the, what they looking for? The donkeys. And they came to the city. Behold, Samuel coming out toward. And in verse number 15, play softly, the whole thing changes. The whole thing changes. Look at me. Read it when you get home. The whole thing changes. Now the day before, while Saul is looking for the donkeys, while his father is telling him, come here, Pastor Dana, come here. While his father is telling him, Kish, the donkeys are lost. Take your servant. He's about to give up. The same time that Kish is telling him, go look for the donkeys. The man of God is hearing the word from God, the seer. He said, tomorrow, put it on the screen, Ray. Tomorrow, I'm at verse 15, 16. Tomorrow, there'll be a young man that's going to come from the Benjamites. Anoint him king. He is the one that I have chosen. <laughs> All he wanted to do was fulfill the assignment of his daddy. The donkeys are lost. The donkeys are lost. Go find the donkeys. Because I told you, problems Create destiny. Hey! Terry, come here. Problems. I don't mean to scream. I'm not in the church. I'm sorry. I'm screaming all of you. Problems. Problems. Problems create destiny. What problem are you having? What mountain seems unmovable? Have you any rivers that seem uncrossable? God specializes in things. You don't know that. It's you to you. God specializes. Yeah. I might say He had already told Samuel, oh God, you hold it back on me, you're really 58 years old, say God, and he will do what no other power, Holy Ghost. So the man of God has already been spoken to. He knew the day before. And so when they meet up, and when Saul comes in his presence, God speaks to Samuel and says, this is the one I was talking about. He's the one that I've chosen. He's the one that didn't mind going to find the donkeys. He's the one that served his father. He's the one that's been faithful. Can I make an announcement? You're the one. 
Terry, your problems, everybody, your problems are only set up for destiny moments. Your problems are solutions to your destiny. Your problems unlock your destiny. What are you going through? God said, I want to unlock your destiny. I'm creating the problem to unlock. I'm creating the donkey's soul. The donkey's was lost on purpose. So I created the problem. It was interference for your come up. <laughs> it was an overplay for the underplay, underplay for the overplay, whatever they say. That's what it was. That's what it was. It was, it was all intentional. It was intentional. And he will do what no other power can do. It, so in chapter 9, verse 3, the donkeys are lost. In chapter 9, verse 15, God speaking to Samuel and said, anoint this young man. And when he shows up, he says, he says to him, he said, listen, when Samuel saw him in verse 17, the Lord said to him, behold, the man of whom I spoke to you. You're the man. You're the woman. You're the one that God has spoken to somebody. There's somebody somewhere that is assigned on your behalf to take you where you've never been, to get what you never had, to meet the need. There's somebody that's going to show you favor and grace on your life. There's somebody that can, is getting ready to unlock everything in you that has been locked up during this COVID-19. They're going to do it in the middle. COVID ain't, COVID ain't got to go nowhere for you to find your destiny. Some of y'all ain't never going back to your job because your destiny is going to be unlocked. Some of you that are not even partners of my church, you don't even know you're going to be a partner of this church. You've been watching my ministry, and now it's a thing called virtual. Virtual church. You ain't got to be here to get the word. We all mega churches. People keep telling me, say, Bishop, I see you all over the place. you all over. you all over social media. You're everywhere. You're everywhere. Oh, if y'all only knew the things that God is unlocking for me. I don't tell everything. Then Saul approached Samuel in the gate and said, please tell me where the seer is. Samuel answered and Saul, I'm in verse 19. Saul said, I am the seer. Go up before me in the high place for you shall eat with me today. And in the morning I will tell you, go. And will tell you all that's on your mind. Come in. Come in. Come in. Verse 20. As for the donkeys... They've been found. The dunk is lost and found. They've been found. Three days ago they were found. Do not set your mind on them, for they have been found. And for whom is all that is the desirable in Israel? Is it not for you and for all your father's household? Question. Verse number nine. Verse, I mean, chapter, chapter number nine, verse three. The dunk is are lost. He goes on assignment. But chapter number 10. Y'all ready? Verse number 1. Put it up, Ray. Then Samuel took a flask of oil and poured it on Saul's head and kissed him, saying, Has not the Lord anointed you leader over his inheritance? Go your way. There's going to be some people on the road. They're going to give you some flowers. 
It's going to be some prophets. They're going to start prophesying. And guess what? You're going to prophesy with them. Hey, come on, BB. You're going to prophesy with them. June, you're going to prophesy with them. Moses, you're going to prophesy with them. And the Bible says, and he turned into another man. And you're going to turn into another man. Don't get lost. Purpose found. Don't get lost. Destiny found. Some of you, God is about to reveal his destiny. I thought it was about the plug. Samuel is the plug. He unlocks Saul's destiny. Saul becomes king of Israel. No matter how much he messed up, he did become king. He ruled. Because he went looking for some donkeys. Because whenever God gives you a problem, hallelujah, he is unlocking destiny. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the word. Unlock our destiny through our assignment. Father, let us not grow weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Father, reveal your purpose and your will in our life. We thank you, Father, for the word. I pray, Father, that thank you, God, that those will, that will look at this after this will change their life. Those that will listen to the podcast, it will change their life. This is a life-changing destiny moment word that you gave me. Thank you for the plug. But God, thank you for the lost. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Blind, but now I see. Receive it. Receive it. Receive destiny. Get on your assignment. Get back. Get back. Get back. Get back to your assignment. You better get in a hurry. You better get in a hurry. You better get in a hurry. Christ is coming soon. You better get in a hurry. You better get in a hurry. You better get in a hurry. Christ is coming soon. Father, thank you. Listen, if you're watching this now, you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord, receive him now as your Lord and Savior. Repeat after me, dear Lord Jesus, come into my life. I am a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. You rose again. And because I accept you and I believe you and I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, I am saved. And I claim the victory. There's a number on the screen if you just got saved. Pastor Dana, some of the prayer warriors will pray with you. If you'd like to be a virtual partner, we have a new partner, y'all. Yeah. Thank God for her. I mentioned her doing the work. But if you'd like to be a virtual partner, you see me on the Word Network, you like what I preach, dial the number on the screen. Go to the website, Celebration Church, uh, C-O-D, Celebration C-O-D. Too many things to remember, y'all. Celebration COD. Fill out the application. We welcome you. Somebody will contact you immediately. 
Y'all see at the bottom the stars. Y'all put some stars. We get a penny per star. It adds up, though. If you're enjoying the word, it's like throwing money at the altar. <laughs> Send us some stars, all right? Don't just let me preach and sweat. Send some stars. I want everybody today, I want everybody today to get a seat of $49. $49. So the Lord spoke to me. I'm going to be the first to do it. Somebody will give 490. Somebody will give 149. This word unlocks your destiny today. $49, 149, 490. The Lord told me that there's one person that will give. Uh, my seed is blessed. Somebody that will give 149, 490. Do it now. Significant seed today. If this word has blessed you. Information on the screen, dollar sign COD. My money is blessed. I want you to give. Come on. Dollar sign CCOD. Celebration Church of Detroit, Givelify. Information on the screen. Like give love often after this word. Dollar sign Greg Davis Ministries 1. Dollar sign Dana D. Berry. Father, bless them now. Sanctify. Bless the seed. The sacrifice as they give it now. In Jesus' name. Amen. I remind you. Go vote. All right? Go vote. Well, the Lord bless you, and the Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you, give you peace. Peace be within your walls, prosperity in your path. Henceforth, now and forevermore, in the name of Jesus, may God send you money, unexpected cash apps, unexpected PayPals. May God bless your house. May you be safe and sound. Say likewise, in Jesus' name. See y'all later.